This episode is brought to you by DNA Fit, providers of state-of-the-art genetic testing. Their services build a roadmap for your individualized health, fitness, and lifestyle goals by testing the genetic markers that make you unique. As a podcast listener, you get 30% off by going to dnafit.com and using the code PRIMALBLUEPRINT at checkout. This episode's also brought to you by Primal Mayo. Made with pure avocado oil, organic cage-free eggs, rosemary extract, vinegar derived from non-GMO beets, and a dash of salt. You can turn any traditional dish into a superfood with just one serving. Healthy mayo, who knew? The following Mark's Daily Apple article was written by Mark Sisson and is narrated by Brock Armstrong. Health checkups. How important are they? Really? This past weekend's Link Love over at MarksDailyApple.com highlighted an article called Rethinking Movement, Why You Should See a Physical Therapist Every Year. Arguing for a systemic approach to movement and a deeper appreciation for the interconnections among the body's neuromuscular, skeletal, cardiovascular, and even endocrine functioning, Professor Emerita of Physical Therapy, Dr. Shirley Sarman, proposes that taking a more preemptive approach to movement, aka prehab, throughout life can head off injury, osteoarthritis, chronic pain, as well as some of the common surgeries and other intensive and pharmaceutical treatments related to these conditions. Whether you're an elite athlete or a channel surfer, she claims an annual checkup by a physical therapist should be routine practice. Having seen so many injuries and pain issues as a trainer, and suffering them myself, I find her proposal very compelling. More than that, however, her reasoning opens up a larger question. What really should we be monitoring on an annual basis? As many of you know by now, I tend to embrace the devil's advocate role, particularly in questioning conventional wisdom. It's not that I'm out for blood or have a chip on my shoulder, although blatant misinformation does get under my skin. I simply don't believe in accepting a truth or practice on the sole rationale of that's just how it's done. Standard healthcare parameters are no exception here. When we think about preventative care or maintenance checks, what makes the most sense? Currently, protocol is figured mostly around certain collective risks, like hypertension, heart disease, or specific cancers. As I've argued in the past, even these attempts miss the target, however, with their focus on elementary cholesterol panels and single screenings that may say more about the person's mood that day, or white coat syndrome, than their actual state of well-being. And aside from honing some of those exam parameters, where else are we missing the mark? either by focusing on the unnecessary or by missing out on pertinent areas. In the last few years, a number of experts, armed with some persuasive research, have suggested doing away with the standard yearly checkup period. Most notable is a 2012 research review done by the Cochrane Collaboration, an international group of medical researchers. They analyzed 16 peer-reviewed studies with a follow-up range of 4 to 22 years involving 200,000 people to see whether annual exams lowered the rate of mortality, disability, or hospitalization. 
It should be noted they excluded any studies with subjects who were 65 years or older. As another earlier review had shown, the evidence suggests no on all counts. The Cochrane Review also found that annual physicals had no effect on patient worry, unscheduled physician visits, or absences from work. On the other hand, major concerns exist around the cost and anxiety and even harm imposed by indicated overdiagnosis with annual checkups of asymptomatic under 65-year-old individuals. Based on missing or unclear data in the original studies related to these concerns, the Cochrane Collaboration Review didn't assemble statistics for these areas, but its authors did echo an earlier review statement that routinely checking asymptomatic, low-risk people sets up a situation in which, quote, potential harm is likely to exceed the potential for benefit, end quote. The researchers note that the Canadian Task Force on Periodic Health Examination advised against routine annual physicals as far back as 1979. The United States Preventative Service Task Force stopped recommending standard annual visits 10 years later. What both groups suggest instead was, quote, focused health checks guided by patient-specific risk factors, end quote. Now, before we imagine what that could be, let's look at the standard checkup protocols for adults in the U.S. for a minute. Family history, height and weight, blood pressure check, cholesterol, which is often only total non-fasting cholesterol or a simple rather than comprehensive panel, blood sugar, maybe with fasting blood sugar even rarer, physical exam, pap smear for women, discussion of diet and exercise habits, and a vaccination review. I'm sure we've all been there. Many, many times. Some of us would claim better experiences with these appointments than others. If we have questions about coming changes or would like to optimize health for certain circumstances, like menopause or fertility, an annual discussion with a doctor can be helpful. If that person knows our medical history and has a good bedside manner, well, even better. Regardless of the advice or any treatment offered, placebo research suggests that the care of an attentive individual, particularly one we deem knowledgeable as well as understanding, can confer a measurable benefit to emotional as well as certain physical measures of well-being. In keeping with that principle, those who have seen naturopaths or other Non-standard wellness care providers often emphasize the duration of time and depth of discussion as one of the most helpful or nurturing elements of that relationship. So, what does all this point to? What should we desire and expect in terms of preventative care and useful consultation? For the Cochrane Collaboration authors, a central criticism of the standard checkup procedure was its generic nature. How can preventative care offer more genuinely helpful screenings and conversation? While I'm interested more today in posing this as a question for our community discussion, I will propose a few points based on my specific angle of expertise. I'm looking forward to reading your perspectives and anecdotes in the comment board. I'd suggest we miss a significant chance to help educate and support people in terms of basic lifestyle changes. How many doctors include five minutes or less of discussion on stress, nutrition, fitness, sleep, or other self-care considerations. 
I'm not even trying to put physicians in the hot seat here. Many would explain their time is limited and already tightly circumscribed by a clinic protocol, not of their individual choosing. Likewise, most doctors have very limited training in nutrition and exercise, let alone other areas of wellness practice. They know the conventionally recommended fundamentals, and some know and embrace a deeper understanding of more updated, result-oriented diet and exercise research, or even primal principles. That said, what would an annual checkup be like if we could re-envision it as a varied, open-ended check-in with additional elements? How about a postural alignment check-in with the physiotherapist, even if you're not having physical pain? How about a consultation with a fitness professional for fitness testing and exercise planning? How about a chance to meet with a mental health professional or complementary therapy practitioner for stress relief or other concerns? What about meeting with a dietitian for food allergy or nutrient deficiency testing or for help redesigning your daily diet? How about the ability to see a wide variety of professionals within particular fields of expertise for both consultation and testing interpretation? How about making the overall process patient-directed or at least including a meaningful patient-directed component to the regular care? What could healthcare look like, and what would compliance and outcomes be like, if patients were expected to design their own healthcare in the form of a healthy living plan, and then given the choice in how they allocate insurance or other medical-related savings and resources? What if patients were more involved in creating their own risk profiles based on not just age and family history, but also on dietary and lifestyle elements, and were held more accountable for seeking out care to monitor and manage their noted risks and or conditions with more targeted care and detailed screenings? How about funneling money that would otherwise be put into standard checkups to be directed toward more updated screenings for risks that actually fit a patient's personal profile? Again, my intent here is to pose more questions than to provide answers. I consider this to be one of the most essential conversations that we can have in considering our individual choices and future policy around healthcare. How to get people to re-envision wellness and vitality and to cultivate the genuine health integrity that will allow them to take ownership of their well-being. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the problems of annual exams and the possibilities in re-envisioning them. Also, if you have related questions or ideas you'd like to see in future posts, share those as well over at MarksDailyApple.com. Perhaps this might open an interesting conversation. Thanks for listening, everyone, and have a great end to your week.